t-shirt. Look at the back of this. Look how funky this is. It's so amazing. Oh, hi. My name is Stephen Rafferty, and you're watching These Are Questions. This is the internet show where I ask people questions about things, life, and such not. Today's guest is a talented broadcast journalist, creator, and filmmaker. Please welcome Mike Lynn. Hello, everyone. Nice to meet you. Hello, Mike. Nice to meet you. Many thanks. Thank you for having me on today. You're very welcome. Thank you for being a part of These Are Questions. I greatly appreciate it. Before we get into our interview, I need to explain the rules of These Are Questions. Sure. Mike, I'm going to ask you a series of questions that going to be based around your career and aspirations, along with a mixture of questions that are borderline idiotic and, well, randomly stupid. Do you accept those terms? I'm here for it. Good, good, good. I'm glad. I'm glad you're here for it. So with that, Mike, are you ready? Ready as I've ever been. Okay, okay, okay. Oh, are you sure about that? Are you sure you're ready about that? Potentially. Oh, no. Are we having difficulties? I'm, I'm new to this whole uh, drinking water thing, and my glass just picked up my coaster. Oh, okay, okay. Dr drinking water is a very, very difficult thing to learn. I'm, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna lie. Um, it, it took me a while to get used to it because it just keeps messing up. It's an up. art. It, it is an art. Drinking water is an art form. You heard it here on these are questions. <laughs> okay. So, Mike, hopefully you're ready. Internet, are you ready? Yeah, I felt that. Definitely nice. ready. I like that part too. <laughs> Same. That's why we keep it here. That's why we do it on every single episode of these questions. <laughs> Until we don't do the show anymore, which nice. who knows at this point? I don't know. I don't know. Never. Fifty years. Fifty years worth of these are questions. Oh god, that's a lot. That's a lot of questions. That's a lot of people. Oh that, yeah. Oh, my internal stress just intensified with that. <laughs> Alrighty, with that, let's begin. So, Mike. We've known each other for quite a while now, and, you know, we've always said we always wanted to work together in some sort of project, but we just never really had the chance to do it until today. Oof, wild. Um, for the viewers and listeners that are watching These Are Questions, can you formally introduce yourself to the audience? Well, sure. Um, so, uh, hi, um, my name's Mike Lynn, and I work over at Nova Southeastern University. I serve as the Assistant Director of Student Media, and I oversee our on-campus media departments. So we have an on-campus TV station, a newspaper, a radio station, and even a photography department um, made specifically to take headshots, cover events, things like that. Um, but leading up until then, I um, have been pursuing broadcast journalism since about 2014. Um, I am Adobe Premiere Certified. I have done many a lecture series on how to do um, things in Adobe Premiere and all things broadcast journalism, covered a lot of events in undergrad at NSU. And I also served as station manager for the TV station in my undergrad as well. Wow, great. 
quite an extensive portfolio for yourself there. Um, that's amazing. And uh, I've seen, I've had a little bit of a tour of the new studio and the new setup and you guys are doing some great work over there. So I hope you were able to keep it up and help uh, train up and coming journalists, up and coming photographers, up and coming video specialists and media specialists in their perspective crafts and just hopefully enlighten the youth, you know, and also uh, providing your expertise and knowledge there. So keep it up. Much appreciated. It's um, I think it's a very rewarding job to have being able to mentor and teach um, some of the staff where you're not um, wholeheartedly a professor in the traditional sense and you're rather giving them a little bit of the holistic side of education and you actually get to work with all these students and kind of gauge their interest and work with them uh, as their boss more so than uh, in the traditional classroom, so to speak. Yeah, it kind of provides a unique and extensive experience um, because I always say people that want to get into broadcast media, they want to get into video production or photography, for example, it's kind of a, I don't want to say out of the box, but it has its own unique traits and characteristics. And it's definitely not your traditional like nine to five work. You know, uh, yes, you have times where you're in an office space and you're doing maybe edits or doing, you know, uh, graphics or anything like in the between there, but you're on on the field, you're out traveling, you're out visiting places, you're out experiencing different people, cultures, um, and uh, you're creating your own works. Um, so that's definitely very rewarding there. And uh, people who want to get into it, I think you have a lot of fun with it, but also learning a lot about the craft and the art of doing each of these different um, broadcast fields. Yeah, and you definitely said it. It it is an art in the sense that um, between all three branches, you really get to see how a story can be spun to the modality that um, emphasizes that story. And um, for example, when you go over to the radio station and you try to think about how you can tell a story through just audio, mm -hmm. I mean that's that's really interesting on how you can get people to really get moved by your story with just sounds and not using the visual mode so yeah i agree i definitely agree with that it's kind of how we do with these questions you know yes we have the video version and i always say watch the video version because there's certain cues and certain things that we work with to make the episode as best as it can be but using our voices and using our you know using the audio feeds that we have we're telling a separate story if you're not viewing the main video portion of it and through our, our voice and through our, our our dialects and what we do um we can go with the range of different emotions. You know, I could be really happy and jovial right now, or I could be really sad right now, or I could be really angry right now. You know, I can I can play with that and go in a different different emotions there and different dialects. Trust me, I'm not angry at you by any means. I'm just <laughs> just choosing as an example uh, for those I'm that are worried. listening. I, 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 yeah, yeah. I, I, please don't be worried. Don't be worried. <laughs> one of my one of my my favorite bits to do is in real life. Um, laughing with a straight face and going like ha 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 and like for the people that don't get the visual mode you really think like okay this guy's just doing a bit but in person you're like oh that's weird yeah why is there such a stark contrast but, but it works though it, it gets people talking and it's like oh that's different that's unique i don't necessarily understand per se but okay he's doing his own thing you know i think um just from my time of like learning communication related things in undergrad and in my master's program, mm -hmm. um, 
you you really learn like the effective ways on how to communicate and simple etiquette that you should have and things like that but i think that if you're trying to be funny with your friends you just kind of like break those conventions deliberately and then they are like oh that's why would you do that that that's that's just funny or something like if you make direct eye contact with someone the entire time they don't really like that No, but they don't. <laughs> but if you do it deliberately for a bit and you acknowledge it up front then people are like oh you're you're just doing this um because you know you're not supposed to kind of thing Right, it's blatant. Mm. <laughs> definitely, definitely. And, you know, I, I, you touched up a little bit about journalism. And, you know, I wanted to go into my next question. I wanted to ask you, in one word, can you describe what journalism means to you? Yeah. Um, okay. So <laughs> one word. When I, when I was given this question, I was like, hmm, do are we talking like adjective or are we talking about like something synonymous? Because the first thing that came to mind was like archiving. Mm. Because if you you as a journalist do not go out of your way and try to cover a story um then the world will never have it and that memory will be lost with the people that experienced it and never documented it um so it is your role as a journalist to tell the truth to be honest with your audience to get all sides of the story and have an even playing ground so everybody knows um exactly what happened to the best of as many perspectives as you can especially if they differ um but not to the whole intent where one side overweighs the other either so trying to be fair with it too that's that's a very good descriptor of, of journalism there archiving that's a really really strong word for it um and it, it makes a lot of sense because now with you know not to kind of go on a tangent but just to go you know with all these different social media platforms for example just using social media now you have on your phone you can take photos and videos and detailed videos now people are documenting everything at an unprecedented pace mm -hmm. so um the the idea of the term of archiving is getting greater and greater and it's going to get even more greater as newer technologies and newer facets come in the future you know we could be living in a future where you have like the well i know google has a like google glass but like an, an enhanced version of it where it's just pinpointing recording everything around you and the exact situation in that exact moment so like it's pretty strong and it makes a lot of sense oh news is ridiculously fast now i mean people can really just send videos from their phone to whatever media outlet to get an inside story on something um and if you watch like um cable television and watch some of these local tv syndicates you'll see a lot of footage that they use is from people sharing it through either social media or sending it directly from their phone to the the news outlet mm -hmm. and they'll cut to that feed type of thing or cut to that um pre-recorded video yeah but absolutely. we never had access to that until recently now it was just like um like in years prior it was just like person sits at desk i'm just gonna tell you what we heard and you're gonna have to take our word for it but man they can <laughs> it's just technology is crazy right now
Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. It's pretty surreal. You've worked on a variety of different projects. And another set of projects that I do enjoy was when you were working more in depth with SGTV in the sense that you were doing various series. And one series that I really enjoyed was your five second clip series. Um, Really enjoyed that there um, that you made with SGTV. I wanted to ask, can you tell me what truly makes a good five second clip? So, um, five second clips was something that I've seen. It's like a, 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 some sort of a shtick that I've seen for a long time. Uh, in the early era of YouTube, I guess there was, um, there was a, a channel called like five second films. Yeah. I remember I that. Think. Yep. Five second films. Yeah. So they were the ones that, that really kicked it off and they had like their own genre and style, um, my high school media program was doing something very similar for a while, mm-hmm. where it was like um, five second shorts. And eventually I just thought like, okay, we really need to bring this over to, to NSU and, and bring like the same general story in, in a new light. And after seeing what five second shorts and clips have done in many different facets with many different editors and writers and stuff like that you eventually find out what shticks work and which ones don't and a lot of the time uh you just have to commit really hard to that bit that you're you're delivering you need to make it as unexpected as possible um but the delivery still needs to be satisfying even if it takes a complete left turn um so the whole point is to to keep your audience on their toes for the five seconds that you have them. Um, so I think what works really well is like visual gags. Um, so like there's there's just one I think about where it's like um, this guy's like, oh, uh, you know, let me get a high five. And, and this guy walks over with a big five on his face and he comes in and intercepts the high five. <laughs> um it's just it's it's stupid it's a really dumb joke and i think that there are bits in there that i don't know like (laughs) it was funny at the moment and then it just kind of loses its touch but um at times it can be as simple as taking idioms and turning them into visual gags like um there's a bit where i do where i I lose my marbles and there's like a long shot and there's like a close-up of uh <laughs> a jar of marbles and i'm just losing my mind way far in the distance um things like that are quite funny am i getting interference is this doing a thing uh, is this part of the five second clip maybe it is no no i meant <laughs> you're getting interference interference right now uh uh, uh i see they're, someone fighting a person so like maybe it's tapping into me nice tapping into it's the it's, it's uh to answer no you're good Oh, good. Um, yeah, Aiden Revis also is really good at all this stuff. I really liked working with him. Um, if there was any one person that was good at making artistic things and making things genuinely funny, it was always him, and he always had a great animation style out of it too. So mm-hmm. he's in, he's very talented. Oh yeah, there was a bit that I think he was quite proud of where, um. I just I slipped one day and instead of saying um the dukes of hazard I said the the duke of hazards and 
he was like, I'm running with this and I'm going to make a, a visual bit of like this Archduke um, creating hazards for people and putting like thumbtacks on a chair. And he's like, hey, <laughs> I love that. Just a, just a Duke just like giving different traps and like yeah. just like causing chaos. That's that's exactly how um what it was like to to make those bits though is that you just go around in circles and you'd you'd say an offhand bit and you'd be like all right i'm writing this down for a later time and we'll just film this all in like a week um but in order to build up the amount of jokes to there it's really just like documenting things that you say in the office as you just get like a creative idea like wouldn't it be funny if blank and then you execute it but it takes a lot to wrap it up in like five seconds or dare i say six when when vine was around oh, that yeah. genre of humor yeah yeah oh yeah when vine was a thing absolutely absolutely um it's very difficult because it's like when you have like a 30 second commercial you have to break everything down and everything you have to make sure it's very tight five seconds you have to make it super super tight and like um while you were discussing while you were talking i came up with a five second clip that we could do right now um it's called rock paper scissors Oh, yeah, sure. Um, and how it's going to work is that we're going to do rock, paper, scissors, and then the loser's going to disappear, okay? So that's how it's going to go. Okay. <laughs> okay, so here we go. Here we go. Here oh, go. yeah, yeah. yeah it, hold it, on. Okay. All right, here okay. we go. Here we go. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Oh, crap. Disappearing right now. Bye. <laughs> Got him. See, when, when you pitch the bit, I was expecting myself to lose and I would have done something like this. Yeah. <laughs> so that way it would have been like, oh, and then like something like that. That would have worked too. We, we, we both <laughs> technically disappeared, so it worked. <laughs> exactly. I'll make, I'll make it fancy in the edit. We'll make it work. It'll be, five, it'll be a five-second <laughs> clip, so we got it. We got it there. <laughs> so uh, let me ask you, Mike. Um, my next question is, what's the most obscure restaurant hotspot that people should know about oh okay um <laughs> i'm just gonna hit my table um okay no pressure there's oh man okay so it depends on what you like of course um but I myself am a big fan of uh, Southern Barbecue, and there's this restaurant in Plantation that I really like called Georgia Pig. Mm. Um, that one is quite good. Um, that that place has been there since like the, I don't know, had to be like the 50s, 60s, I think. And it's like a brick and mortar type of building, and it's um, all of their food is like it's a, a wood stove type of setup and oh man does everything just taste heavenly um it's worth it it's worth uh giving them a visit and trying out their barbecue i really like their pulled pork sandwiches quite a bit um but if it's if it's not that i don't i don't know i don't know what else is around the area that people haven't heard of um because if i refer you to no okay second one then i'll do okay. a twofer um Ooh, a twofer okay. a twofer so a lot of people know jackson's yes um, ice cream as shop. the ice cream parlor yeah 
Um, there's another place that's a bit north of here called Cherry Smash. Um, and this was recommended by a buddy of mine named Mason. And we used to um, work at this on-campus um, shark cage business um, called The Sweet Spot. And he would make a bunch of milkshakes. And I would come in and help him out by making like uh, soda from the ground up. Oh wow. And so he was like, you gotta check this place out, this this cherry smash place. And um basically it's it it is one of the only places around here that I think does an actual good job at making soda phosphates from the ground up. Um and having that old soda tradition uh stay alive. At least that's in close proximity yeah, to of course to the area. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I love that place. I recommend it. It's fantastic. It's like oh, going yeah. into an old 50s uh style par parlor back in the day and they have all the cool lights coming in and they have all they could you can get anything from ice cream to root beer floats to like banana cream sundaes and every or banana split sundaes so like you can get anything. So yeah, uh, highly recommend. I have to check out the barbecue place too. I don't know that place. So there you go. That was an obscure place I did not know. So I that one's in them. plantation. I will check them out. Yeah. And then for reference, the Cherry Smash place, their location is in Coral Springs. So yeah. if, you, if you're if you in the area and want to check out those places, then check them out. We're not sponsored by them, but no. uh, we'll, we'll represent when we get good food and good ice cream. So Oh, yeah. I, um, I'll raise you and say, um, if there's a thing to try in general, mm -hmm. soda enthusiast, I would recommend this thing. It's called an egg cream. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I've had it. That is Do you know like, what an egg cream is? It's like a, well, I don't exactly know, like, the exact ingredients, but, it, like, I don't know how to explain it. Um, I don't want to say, like, eggnoggy or anything like that necessarily, but it's like a, oh, hmm. I'm going to just put a description in the episode and people can just be like, this is what it means. Because it's kind of hard to explain once you have it, you know? Uh, I, that was a thing that I would make a lot but it's like such an obscure thing that a lot of people don't really know what it is but that's the telltale way to gauge um if a soda parlor is doing it right and basically what it is is it's this old yiddish kind of drink derives from new york um and you'll have like a tall glass right and you'll fill um just a small amount of whole milk um and you'll add a ton of chocolate syrup into the thing, and then you'll take a long spoon and basically pour seltzer all, all the way to the top, and you have to kind of, like, rock the spoon in such a way that you keep a white foam head at the top of the drink, and at the bottom you have, like, basically just straight chocolate milk. And it becomes a really nice and smooth drink if you if you do it right. Mm -hmm. If you have the right carbon... I think it's in the carbonation partially and the water that you're using... I've had them in New York and those you you can't touch them. Those are like whoa, so smooth. <laughs> I bet it's a I good bet. time. It's a good time. Uh definitely for people that are watching and listening, you need to try an egg cream like right away. Right after this episode, go try one. Go find one. Don't think do not think of it as um carbonated chocolate milk or it will turn you off. Um because it isn't. <laughs> Let me ask you this, Mike. Do you like games? Yes, I do like games. Okay. Do you like cheese? Depends. What kind of cheese are we talking? The only cheese I want to talk about 
is my card game. No cheese, no coin. Oh, interesting. Okay, okay. It's a card game for people who like cheese and money. So, if you okay. like cheese, you like this game. If you like money, you like this game. Trust me, trust me, trust me. Interesting. Uh, it's a quick playing fast timing card game designed for smaller groups of players. It's a time-based card game where you have a timer and your goal is to collect as many coin cards as you can within the time limit. The challenge is all the different cheese effect cards that can either help or hurt your chances. But um, for the purposes of these are questions, we're going to do a game within the game. Let me ask Yo. you this. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Let me ask you this, Mike. Um, do you do you have you done like a horoscope or a tarot card reading or do you know of those things? I yes. <laughs> okay. 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 Good. Good. Um, that's good. And what we're gonna do is we're gonna do a game within the game in the sense of that I'm gonna pull out some cards from the deck here. Though she's no coin, and I'm going to give you a reading in the sense that we're going to determine what is your cheese type. Oh, I'm into it. Okay. Okay. So I'm going to shuffle here. So, you know, just like the people would do, whether you believe or not, whatever. So it's, it's your, it's, it's your thing. What we're going to do is you are going to pick a card from my hand. You're going to use this hand to pick the card that you okay. speaks to you. The one that draws um, to you. Oh, that one almost dropped. Oh, Oh. Uh, the, hold on. Move your, stop your hand a second. Move okay. it over to your. Wait, hold on. This would be your right. So move it to okay. your right. This, this way. Is that you want that? Do you want that? Yeah. Okay. Um, the one that's like jutting out most. No, no, to the other side. Other side. A little more. The other way. Uh, wait, hold on. Yeah. Nope. No. Nope. No. Like it's it's in the middle. It's kind of like jutting up a little bit. Oh, this one. Little. Yeah. 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 Okay. Okay. That you have drawn a Swiss vision card. Oh, I feel that. I feel that. I is like that it. is that the 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 cheese of choice? That's one of the cheeses of choice. Um, in the game, this card allows you to look at the next five cards in the deck, so you can kind of prioritize. Prioritize. I'm keeping that in. Um, it helps with your strategy um nice. so it's a good card it's a good cheese uh I, I like swiss cheese swiss cheese is pretty solid not my favorite cheese but it's solid um and it's got little glasses there and little holes so i like his design thank you thank you thanks thanks to selena she's the one who designed this card game oh cool mm -hmm. selena studio recommend her um but okay there you go it makes sense it makes sense you're a swiss cheese vision card yes i i feel that i am I, I feel it. I feel like you're very Swiss. Swiss is one of the uh, the cheeses that I actually get a lot of the time. I was going to be very devastated if I had like American cheese or something because Ooh. I simply not a fan. Okay, that's fair. Gouda, solid. We have a Gouda cheese in this, in this game. Munster, also good. We also have Munster. Classics. Those are all, all classics. Good. What's a good piece of advice for people who want to join the wacky, wacky world of broadcast media? It's a good question. Um, be sociable. Um, learn how to communicate with people. Don't be afraid to talk to people, um, especially people that you have never met before, or people that have, like, um, people that carry, like, um, popularity or like stardom with them 
don't be afraid to approach them because you might end up making friends with them and you might end up making contacts with them and that can really make your experience as a person a whole lot better never sell yourself short um always exemplify the great things that you have done um but also never do anything that you do not want to do very cool very wise words there very good advice for those that are watching and listening here on these are questions there closing off at the end of our these are questions interview but i just have one more question to ask you mike would you be interested in hosting a live trivia night and if so what type of trivia would you base the trivia on Ooh, um hmm short answer yes long answer um if i was to host a trivia night i would probably want to host it on probably like music history but like american musical history okay and kind of like gauging um like basic basically trivia about um pop culture type of music less of the avant-garde stuff more stuff that people are more or less familiar with um probably gauging from like uh the turn of the century in the 1900s through uh, like just the entirety of the 1900s through um the early 2000s probably okay Hmm, very cool 20th century as people would say if you weren't a robot in human skin yeah very much so that's a good name for a band robot in human skin (laughs) nice (laughs) you're nice yo thanks right back to you oh thank you thank you yeah we are at the end of our these are questions interview um mike it was a pleasure speaking with you on these are questions but right now the internet floor is yours. Anything you want to talk about, anything you want to promote, anything you want to do here on These Are Questions before we sign off, the floor slash internet slash internet floor is now yours. Oh, man. Uh, oof, I have a whole soapbox to stand on, huh? Mm-hmm. Um, things I want to promote? If, if you have any. You, don't, you may not have any. Um, I, you, it's, you, you could say whatever you want or do whatever you want. Oh, or, man. Uh, it could be anything. Or it could be nothing. Um, I can't stop you. Hmm. Um. Okay. So if there was one thing that I would want to promote, it was uh, this short film that I came out with in 2021. Um. So to give you so, like a very, very brief snippet about what this 10-minute long video is, it's like this guy that lives like in an efficiency and he also has like agoraphobia and refuses to go outside. But it, the more his uh, condition worsens, like his mental condition worsens, like the more the literal room falls apart too. And it's, it's just like, it's not a feel good movie at all. Art represents time eras. Time eras give ideas for art. And I think that if I did not make that, film then we would not have had that it's called enclosure um 
it's a good time. I think it's one of my uh, better works that I've made. Okay, cool. So. I have to I have to check it out. And what we'll do is that we'll put a link to it. If you have a link to it, um, you can send it to me. I'll put it in the description on below, so people that are watching, listening, can view that short film. So I'll definitely give a check out. Awesome. Many thanks. You're welcome. You're welcome. And just like that, we are at the end. The only thing I have to just say left is that for those that are watching and listening to these are questions, we greatly appreciate your viewership. Thank you so much for keeping the show continuing as it is with my absurdity and stupidity and um thank you again mike for being a part of these are questions and with that you have been watching slash listening to these are questions have a good day everyone <laughs>